0: Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Play that back. number one video game podcast in a lost paradise i'm one of your hosts this week bryant milton daniels joining me across the universe on skype is none other than todd kinshiro fortner what's going on man
0: oh man you already know what it is man it's Golly, a good day boy it's a it's good, a good day. day to be alive bro it's a good day man can it's a good day to fist of the north star is out yeah. <laughs> you've been on that
1: game bro man i'm you're making me jealous you're making me jealous. I'm what? gonna go buy the Blu-ray, going to go buy the video game. I love this to the North Star.
0: I know, man. It's the old 1983. I think it came out in the US in eighty six. I think I so. Don't know. Yeah. But I think that's right. Whatever. I I had just finished watching the shit like three weeks ago and I heard about the game coming out and I, the the original the other game that came out on PS3. I was working at GameStop at the time, so I just rented it for a night. Yeah, it, or a few nights, and it was cool um and then i looked at this game i forgot this shit was coming out because i was like damn i gotta get assassin's creed odyssey which i may get after the show yeah. you know what i'm saying but once i looked at this i was like hmm i had to go with my move bro and i'm not disappointed it's definitely a sleeper of 2018 for real cool for real
1: man i can't wait to get it man as we were talking about uh same designers from the yakuza series same same production company man so you know, as, as much as the Yakuza series like has never really been like something I've gotten into and I've always wanted to, this seems like a good entry point into the kind of like that style of play or that kind of, especially with a product I know already, like Fist of the North Star, which like just like my memory of that show is just incredible. like so many The nostalgia
0: hours. is bringing it, it brings you into the style. Because we're on the same level with the Yakuza games. I know they're excellent games. I just missed the boat on them a little bit. Like, I played a little bit of them, but it's, it's too much lore for me to get into to understand some of these Japanese games. You know, they have gobs and gobs of history. Like Fist to the North Star, I just so happen to be familiar with Fist to the North Star, and for me, that shit is dope. Like I, three weeks ago, I like I was having a, a moment on Sunday. I was like, "Man, Fist to the North Star is on Amazon Prime. Let me just watch that shit." I just sat there and watched that shit. As old as it is, it still ages well, like that old classic shit. So this game, if This game so far, man, like I hadn't even got that far through it. It's not like a review of it, but just for me personally, it's a sleeper, bro. And it inspired, it helped to inspire this week's list.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So this is, if this is your first time joining us, we're a video game show.
1: Uh, We do a couple of different types of types of programming for you guys to make things interesting. Sometimes we do a thing where we talk about the games we've been playing. We talk about the news and then we break down a round table. And sometimes we do a top seven. This week is a top seven. What's our top seven this week, Todd? Top seven Sega Genesis games. Boom. Yes. There it is. The classic system, Sega Genesis, rep by the cocaine
0: snorting Sonic. Wait, what? Cocaine, cocaine. <laughs> RP Chad Butler moments. You know what I'm saying, yeah. man? That's that's how I, that's how you went so fast. That's how I went so fast. <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
1: But yes, this week we're talking about top seven Sega Genesis games.
0: I wonder what Sonic is now, bro. What if he was like hairless and shit somewhere mm-hmm. in the alley? That's what it is, man. He used He's, to go I used to go fast. He looks like a dog with mange.
1: Just just off. <laughs> Poor Sonic.
0: Oh man. Tails is like sick. Or, or he could Or he could be bossed up, man, out here looking like Kenny Red. You know what I'm saying? That's just uh you true. know, who knows? Who knows, man? But yeah. Sonic, Tails Sega is, Genesis. Tails is walking down a New York
1: street one day, and he looks at Sonic on the corner, and he goes, "Is Sonic, is that you? And Sonic turns around and goes, No, don't look at me, Tails. I used
0: to be so magnificently blue.
1: Sorry. <laughs> like,
0: you see, you got some of that booger sugar, baby. One more time. One more time. What? Let's go fast, Tails. Just go fast. One last time. Oh, poor Sonic. <laughs> Uh, oh man, this is what happens when we switch up our time for the recording, bro. People don't understand. Fucking tripping. Let we get, me get a little some more coffee. We we'll get a so little slow. Down. Let me slow my ass down. Mm-hmm. man. we need to stop tarnishing Sonic's name, man. Sonic is yes. is a reputable guy, especially with the new Sonic Mania, Mania that came out. That, that was, was so dope. So good. clearly Sonic's went good. You know what I'm saying? Nicholas Cage is the one that does the cocaine. Mm-hmm. We love
1: you, Cage. That's true. Anyway. Well, they do have that live-action Sonic movie that's in production with Jim Carrey yeah. starring as Dr. Robotnik. That'll be I'm interesting. That. I'll, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. dig it. I'll watch it for sure. Uh, but before we get on to our list, we got a couple of shout-outs this week. Over on CastBox, Garudadorf. Garudadorf. I think that's how you say that. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. He says, this is one of the best and most common gaming podcasts on here. Everything just comes off very genuine and funny, and it's always a good time. Man, thank you, Garuda Thank you so much. That was really cool. Man, to hear.
0: as usual, bro. Like that, it never ceases to amaze, right? Like people are just solid.
1: Absolutely, man. Just solid, solid human beings, dude. Just sending us some love, especially in today's environment,
0: man. I love people that get you know, you know. But anyway. Yeah, yeah today's environment got is a little
1: weird. Is a little weird. Sometimes I look out on Facebook and I'm just like. You're all fucking crazy. You've all lost but your damn minds. Does it ever make you,
0: like, introspective, though? Oh, of course. As you watch it. Of and course. we all get to the, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you look out, and it's like, damn, this shit is fucking lunacy. And then I look inward, like, well, damn, I'm looking at it, and I'm a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm a zen motherfucker on the mountain. Like, I'm above the <laughs> the one thing. Sometimes I wish
1: I was, like, the zen dude, like, living in the woods, just Wouldn't that be
0: like, dope if you could float and shit? It would be like, great. Just float around. It'd be fantastic. I've
1: always wanted to be a monk. I can't be though. I'm too fat, and I like food too much.
0: Oh, I mean, Kung Fu Panda was dope. Oh yeah. Kung yeah don't Fu don't pa- don't censor yourself. Don't censor yourself. Kung
1: Fu Panda was awesome. And I
0: think you would be a dope monk, bro. You you look like you could. All you need is to rap. with the. You <laughs> could be a Buddhist. Speaking of that, I tried to show my
1: wife that show Kung Fu. You remember that show Kung Fu? With David yeah. Carradine. I tried to show it to her and she's like, This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I was like, It was huge in the nineties. Like just I love I love that stupid show.
0: <laughs> oh, so good. Kung Fu. Hey man, speaking speaking of Buddhists and shit, did I ever tell you the story of how I tried to start a religion in high school called Buddhism? <laughs> no, but I like this already. I want to be part of this. This hey, is a maybe great religion. Yeah, I had a i had a few people down with it like you know i went to a christian school with all the yeah. so we learned about worldview shit like that so i just thought it was funny it's called bootyism i'll tell that story on another day i think we've already gone down a, <laughs> down a path my friend Not a dark
1: path it's,
0: uh, it's, this is fantastic stop doing motherfucking sneak commercials and then it gets a little bit more loose around <laughs> this bitch
1: it's a little bit more loose Speaking of which, if you like David Carradine, go check this movie out. It's called Cue the Winged Serpent. Cue the Winged Serpent. This is a cheesy movie. I love this movie. It's so stupid. Uh, we got one other shout-out here. We got one other shout-out. Oh, yeah. Uh Jeff Brooks. He's emailed before. He wrote into us again. Thank you, Jeff. He says, Hey, guys. Once again, you nailed it. Your top seven NES games list was great. You honored the classics like Zelda, Mario Brothers, and Ninja Gaiden but also gave shout out to lesser known gems like Rescue Rangers, TMNT, and Blastermaster. Not only was this episode entertaining, but you're providing a service to a whole generation of gamers that grew up after these great titles. If your show makes even one gamer reach back in time to play one of these games, that's a service well rendered. I personally plan on picking up an NES classic to get my two and a half year old daughter started on gaming, as well as relive some of my own childhood. Great episode and a great trip down memory lane. Bravo, gentlemen. Stay humble. P.S. What? No love for Rygar? Thank you, Jeff. Unfortunately,
0: i yeah. I mean, that's a good reminder.
1: It I is. Forgot,
0: I fucked around. I forgot about Rygar. I mean, that, yes. Got it, I guess we'll show some Rygar love for Jeff, man. And he, come on, bro. Like, I almost we got to figure out a way again to probably maybe get some people on here for a quick second, man, to speak their mind. It's so eloquent. Yes, and he digs it. Yeah, he feels it. That's that tribe love shit. You know what I'm saying? Stay humble, my friend. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. But also, don't fumble. You know what I'm saying? And let them know you a hero, and you don't bumble or bundle. <laughs> I'm yes. say, hold on, man I'm tripping. I'm tripping, <laughs> man. Y'all have to excuse me today. I'm, I'm out of pocket a little bit, but you know, it is what it is, man. Now, I just get excited when I hear this shit. You know how that is, man. For yeah. real. that shit is cool. That's the cool. That's the cool part. That's the shit retro palooza backtrack i don't know if i talked about it already man but i stood in line to, to sit down and talk to boogie the youtuber you know what i'm saying for a second me and my old lady went back and um you know i just told him about our little podcast bro and it's the whole idea of it and that conversation you know it's for a legitimate person yeah it was real eye-opening about just the whole idea of the reason why we do this shit like yeah. certain people do certain shit for certain reasons no podcast name or other entertainment stuff name but it's like you know you could tell motherfuckers that's just doing it to be like I want to be saved from my current hell I get that and 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 in some ways it 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 it's the same thing it's just different some people want to be saved monetarily some people just want to fuck with people yeah and help people out and if if the back end turns into something it is what it is not the reverse you know what i'm saying yeah and that was pretty much the gist of the boogie conversation um i he was just a cool dude man he was way cooler than, than than i thought it was gonna be you know what i mean like just a real genuine person like when i was pulling off to talk leave he was like hey man you you know you done or whatever like he looked at my old lady had the shirt on or whatever he was like oh that's a cool brand i was like damn i had one more sticker handing him the sticker i was like you know check us out if you want to and nah, i don't know if he'll ever listen I mean, he has like millions and millions of followers and all kinds of shit, but I don't know, man. Like I put a picture up on my own personal page that that image kind of sums up the conversation in a lot of ways. And that may come up again, man. It's, you know, I, and I got, I got to meet black nerd out there, but, uh, I completely forgot. Oh yeah. The whole point of it was the idea of creating something that helps to bring people together in a positive way. Yeah, Just like with this show, like what we always talk about, like different type of people, being able to to come together and play in the same same playground and have a common ground like video games. That's what I told him. You know what I'm saying? And he the, looked me dead in my eyes and was just like, that's that's what it's about. So, Jeff, um, Wesley Morrison, Yep. you know, I could go down the whole list. You know, it's a specific reason I bring up Wesley. Shout out to you, bro. Stay strong. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll be peeping you So I, I see you. You know what I mean? Hopefully you got your gift card. Hopefully that helps out. Sunny day. But, uh, yeah, Venom. You know, it is what it is, man. Venom's on oh, yeah. deployment
1: right now. He's deployed now. Oh, okay. So we got okay. word from that. That's why we're I ain't be seen safe. No- yeah, be safe out there, Venom, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean we got everybody, man. Rollyo, Venom, Big Willie, Wesley. I mean, just you know, if we're forgetting you, it's because we we're not doing it on purpose. We just don't have a list pulled up in front of us. But to everybody who reaches out and lets us know. How this show has helped them, or you know, brought some type of joy to their life. Just know that it's greatly appreciated, and you telling us that brings joy to our life. And so, you know, the tribe helping each other out—that's what it is.
0: And the constructive criticism—it's appreciated. It can only do you know make us make us try to work a little bit better, harder, and streamline shit and, and make it a better thing. You know, but yeah, man, that's and- my that's my random ramble. Yeah. Ramble other than Friday the Thirteenth,
1: the game. Did you play it? Friday, not yet. Not yet. No, I need to. It is free right now on PS Plus. So I need to get out there. I need to play some Friday the 13th. I need to get on that. Uh, we got a couple things on Twitter as well here real quick before we move on. Uh, Jacob Hyde says, How do you add multi-platform games to a top seven PS4 games list? And I responded to Jacob and I said, Personal choice and preference on what platform to play on. <laughs> it's kind of just how it is. They may have been mm-hmm. multi-platform, but that's our personal preference. And I'll be real honest, my favorite system outside of the Switch, I love the Switch, but the PS4 is kind of the king of the systems right now. It's it's really just a powerhouse. It is a power... And I love my Xbox and I love my Switch, but that PS4 is a powerhouse system. The only thing that I wish I could change is the battery life on the controllers. Uh, and Kevlad yeah. plays on Twitter says, At STT underscore pot... Just listening through the backlog of episodes, top seven racing games, hashtag need for speed underground. When Lil John's Get Low kicked in, you knew shit was about to go down. <laughs>
0: fucking right. Oh man, high five. Through the universe. Yeah, absolutely. My brother. Yes. That's some real shit, cuz. Oh.
1: That really <laughs> did, man. That was just like every time that came on, it was like, oh yeah, it's about to it's about to be heavy right now. It's man. about to be heavy. Mm-hmm. love it dude mm-hmm. love it oh, alright all right. so we're moving on now we got our top 7 list top 7 Sega Genesis games Todd why don't you get us started with your number 7
0: man look this has been this was the hardest list for me to do okay this is the only sports game that I'm putting on my list but because it's not really fair like I'll put my other sports yeah. games in honorable mention Mutant League football though oh one of my favorite sega experiences period you know what i'm saying like they may not be for everybody um but that was for me and i think they're trying to do a a new one soon hopefully they don't fuck it up but it was just dopeness man it was just cool it was just different it was just a signature kind of sega game as great as super nes was you know and is Just for me as a Sega Genesis owner, like that was my main console. That was my turnout console, if we, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. Um, that game kind of signified like the blood and guts and the gore and the breaking of the rules and the staying out of the box and just being, you know, the the anti super Nintendo kind of, you know, brand. And that, uh, competition really did breed some great, great games. So for me, Mutant League football has got to be on my list, bro.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. The new version Mutant League Football Dynasty Edition coming to the Switch for 29.99 on October 30th. October <gasps> 30th, day before Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. It going back to kind of like the competition idea with Sega. Like Sega was the it felt like the more adult system if you will. Like it had some gore, it had some guts. Splatterhouse was on there. It had some really like they weren't afraid to embrace some of the kind of the the dick and fart humor, if you will, of the <laughs> '90s that was so prevalent because of people exactly. like Kevin Smith and Clerks and just all those all those all that time where everybody would just joke about farting all the time <laughs> and nobody nobody got offended because of a fart. Uh, <laughs> I just I, I have a feeling you can't make a fart joke without
0: offending somebody today. Um, yeah, I mean because you can't, bro. Well, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's a it's a strange time, but it's uncomfortable time, but hopefully it's just a growing pain uncomfort, not you know a breakdown cancer or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Somebody just I've got IBS. That's not funny. Dude, I've got IBS. Leave me alone. I still eat nachos. I'll embrace <laughs> it. I just embrace it. Uh my number seven. That's what she said. <laughs> My number seven is Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes, I love Gunstar Heroes. This is like, you had a lot of beat 'em ups and you had a lot of side-scrolling shooters uh, on the Sega Genesis and the Super and the regular Nintendo as well. But Gunstar Heroes was just very colorful. It had a lot of like popping like aesthetics to it. The weaponry was really cool because uh, you could select your upgrades. And the boss fights are extremely difficult. I mean, this is, this isn't that era of games were hard because they were only 40 minutes long and the the developers didn't want you to get through them that quickly. Most games like this were like 40 minutes to an hour long at at most. But Gunstar Heroes is a classic. Uh, If you do not have it, the Sega Genesis collection for the PS4 is great. Um, It's also on, I believe it's also on Steam. I don't think it's on Switch or Xbox. It may be. Um, let me know if I'm wrong. But Gunstar Heroes is on there. And if you've never played it, it still holds up. It's fantastic. Amazing. I love Gunstar Heroes so much. It's it's a name that has traveled through time and is still referenced when it comes to bullet hell games. Uh, like today's bullet hell games, people reference Gunstar Heroes as an influence. And there's a good reason for it.
0: Todd, what's your number Yes, six? sir. Aladdin. Oh, that'll come up later.
1: I love aladdin yeah, man.
0: yeah. specific because of the sega version you know i mean there's there was lion king was was pretty good uh yeah i probably like that was probably better on super nintendo to me but uh for me aladdin and it's really because I'm, i reference my sister all the time man. i'm probably three weeks in a row but she was the original kind of like tester with me you know we always spent all kinds of time and that was kind of a babysitter so aladdin was a game that she would I like light up just watching me play the music was so good i mean they had the disney animators the animation was good this is when games kind of took another level that 16-bit system they were pushing it yep. with some of this stuff like some of these games aladdin still looks good to me a lot of these uh, some games on this list like they still look good to me i really want yeah. i need to get a classic system bro like i want an actual classic system though not like the small one and i just got it came from retro palooza but aladdin would be a game that i want to play on it um so that that one had to be on the list too. Like I told you before we started recording, man, this was a harder list for me because this was like my system. So it's so many damn games on Sega. You know, it don't even make sense. But uh, Yeah, man. I mean did I, I don't even did I take any notes on this one? No. I mean it was a hell of a selling one, you know, two. I don't know, but that's my number six, bro. It was huge. The music. The music alone, right? Like that
1: was the thing about Aladdin was the music, it was the aesthetics, it was the the actual design of the game itself. Just a beautiful game. Just an absolutely it beautiful it game. It. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, just, and and RP Robin Williams, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure. Thinking about like just the whole movie was, was a classic ass movie. So um for them to transfer that over onto the system. And I think it would like I think the difference between the two. And I might be wrong. Now I might be talking on my ass. But the reason why the Sega version was better is because they developed it on the Sega or, originally. Yeah. Maybe tried to port it over to the Super Nintendo, so it was just crisper. It was just cleaner. So well, definitely had the old classic Disney thing on there, man.
1: The the thing between the Sega and the Super Nintendo. A lot of people don't remember. Sega didn't have enough like third party developers that would work with them like Super did, and Sega also didn't have enough, well, they had a lot of third-party, excuse me, they didn't have enough first-party, that's what I was going for, they didn't have enough first-party development on their system, like, Super, who already had a uh, lineup, but the thing about the Sega was, just graphically speaking, it could run laps around the Super Nintendo, and the sound chip, the sound system in the Sega, like, that was beautiful, like, the music itself. It didn't sound like all meh, 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 like the Super Nintendo when people tried to emulate voices. They actually did a really good job making it crisp and clear. And you remember the button on the front? It had the little mono versus stereo button. You yes, could sir. switch between the two different sound systems. Like, I love the Sega Genesis for that reason. My number six is also a Disney game. Uh, one that came both for Super and Sega. It's one of my favorite games of all time. One of the hardest games of all time. The Lion King. The Lion Aha! King on Sega Genesis. It's so good. It's a great platformer. It's extremely difficult. It's harder than Dark Souls, and it'll make you try to kill yourself in the game out of frustration. You'll just be like, I'll just jump off the cliff of Simba because I'm done with this. Screw this game. I'm going home. Like, that's this type of game, man. But the music's great. The aesthetics are great. It looks good. It plays well. It's a great platformer. It's extremely challenging. A lot of people like to say it's unfair. It's not that unfair. Trust me, I've gone back and beaten it recently. It's not as unfair as you remember. It is difficult, but it's not as unfair as you remember it is. Uh, but that is my number six. Todd, what's your number five?
0: All right, I, I say one on every goddamn list like this on the classics, man. So let's just get this out the way, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Hyper Stone. You the hyper yes it's, yes look man it is you know of course this is dopeness to me it's you know i love my beat-em-ups you know what i mean let's just get that one out the way and that's another one t- to this day graphically I, I i find the aesthetics pleasing you know so it's like yeah. shit. and at the time man you know there was nothing cooler than a tr- ninja turtles bro like that i'm of that era you know you got to give it respect Um. so and I mean you already listed all the reasons why it was dope on Sega version especially a lot of these had just that you are right they had that thump they had that feel I'm glad you brought that up because that's just the truth that sound card maybe that was a part of it that's why some of the games were just different other than just the loud blood and guts and the more adultness of the Sega so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I had to get that one on out the way and put that on number 5 on old personal favorite list
1: Absolutely agree, man. That's a classic right there. Uh, my number five is a jazzy little game that embraces the dick and fart jokes of the 90s, and that's Toe Jam and Earl. Okay, Toe Jam and Earl is more of a nostalgia pick because I did go back and try to play the Toe Jam and Earl games, and they are impossibly frustrating. However, they are extremely, extremely unique in the way they look, in the way that they're kind of put together with this kind of alien jazz aesthetic. And as far as games that look good, or games that I just remember kind of being obsessed with the way they looked and the way they played, Toe Jam & Earl is one of those games. It is, that whole series, just the design of the characters, the design of the planets, the little funky like side uh, secret hidden hidden places in the world. The music notes, the jazz soundtrack, it's just a weird game. I guarantee you that this game was made or influenced by somebody's, like, acid trip. Some developer taking an acid trip while listening to Miles Davis. Like, just, it had to be, because it's just so strange. They were, like, watching 2001 A Space Odyssey while listening to Miles Davis and taking acid at the same time. And they're like, hey, this is a great idea for a game. And they were right. Right. They were absolutely right. Influenced my childhood for sure, but that is Toe Jam and Earl.
0: Todd, what is your number choice, man? I can't pass that up, man, because that was on my honorable mention. Toe Jam and Earl was my shit though, because that was one of the first games. Like, I just had that feel, you know what I mean? Just because I enjoyed the sound of it. It was frustrating. It has not aged well, but I did spend a lot of time. Just that was my solo therapeutic childhood game. For whatever reason, it had that. Oh yeah, thump man, but um. My number four, though, bro, like I we we did another list and you brought this up. And I'm ashamed to to say I was like, man, I don't even did I play this game? Of course I played this fucking game. And because of that, I had to put it a little bit higher up on my list, man. And that is Comic Zone. Boom. Comic Zone. Love it. I'm also, I, I'm telling you, somebody going to go back and listen and be like, man, you didn't even remember you played that. Like, yeah. Well, I don't remember a lot of shit, man. And I, and I remember a lot of flash shit, too, man. That's just the, you know cost of living sometimes but comic zone was the was the dopeness of the dopeness of the dopeness of the time the problem with it is the reason why i didn't remember is because it did start to come around the death cycle of sega so it was kind of like god of war at the time as yeah. for how they could push the system graphically yet uh, probably the best example of a game that still looks good on the list oh yeah me, oh personally. yeah personally you know what i mean if you just put it on it's as man come on man and it was and the difficulty level that's another reason why it made me hard hard to remember because i don't remember beating that motherfucker you know what i'm saying i just remember playing it enough times and and just enjoying how it felt but the idea that somebody was creating uh, you know characters against you and the fact that i i actually was drawing or learning how to draw making my own ninja turtles comic book at the time so to have a, a game that's actually doing that i mean that was just super dope you know what i'm saying so if anything it just inspired me to draw and stuff like that so comic zone has to be number four on the sega genesis list for to double for tz
1: boom love that game if you want to experience it it's on xbox games pass uh it's still there man i've gone back and played it on xbox games pass i love it it's so good still and you know what the difficulty has not disappeared it has not disappeared that game i've gone back and played it now i've gotten further than i did when i was that age when i was when it first came out but I have not gotten that much further. It is still very, very, very hard game. Uh, my number four is Alien Storm. This one's going to miss a lot of people because they did not see this. My first real experience with this was not as a kid. It was on that Sega Genesis collection for the PS4. That was really my first experience. And it was the game that I played over and over and over again because of how well it still holds up. It is such a classic you know, I mean, just it's a beat em up shooter, but the creature designs in the game, the actual difficulty of some of the bosses, the fighting levels, they've got these really cool moments where it goes into first person shooter. And this was back on the Sega, Sega days, so it's a rail shooter, of course, where you're just going through rail and you're using the, the D pad to target stuff. But it's so cool. And I'm a sci fi dork. And this is one of those things that I really wish I would have played as a kid, as a huge sci fi fan. This is a great game. I love this game so much. Alien Storm is my number four.
0: Todd, what is your number? Great three? choice, my friend. Now you know how I am about my comics. And leading into number three, uh, my number three Sega Genesis game experience is X Men Two. Okay. That almost made I love my that list. Fucking game! Shout bro. out. I love that game. I mean, you know, but that but it goes into you know. It just is what it is. Obviously that's gonna be one of my favorite games, you know. Any of the games that I can play as Wolverine, Nightcrawler, uh and that, you could play as Magneto in this one. Dopeness. You know what I'm saying? So
1: Was this the I don't know, this man. was the first time you could play as Magneto,
0: right? I believe so. Well, I think yeah, you yeah, he was a villain and I, I don't know why I was about to say you could play as him in the arcade version, but no. Hell yeah, this was it. that that's what stuck out. And I mean it just had that gritty Sega feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, didn't Sega just felt more gritty in, in yeah. some areas? And this was just like a personal favorite. It, now, it may not be on other people's best list. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But for me personally, it stuck with me, like, flat yeah. out, just because I'm such an X Men fan. And you got to think the X Men cartoon was out at the time. So that cross entertainment value was ingenious. And they patterned the, the artistic style more so like the cartoon version. So you could go at that point as a child and. You know, I still think about that with great nostalgic memories, you know, being able to play, go to the cartoon and then play the game, you know, and have a have a good experience. So for me personally, that's one of my top three uh, experiences yeah. um, with Sega. Yeah,
1: man. It, it It's a shout out for me, man. It made my also run list because it's just such a classic. It's I, X-Men will always be, you know, as long as it's around. It'll always be, I think, between me and you, some of our favorite material. Like, we just. And it,
0: the music. Music. Some dude. Of these, yeah. a, lot of these, a lot of these for me is just the music, too. It's a, it, which, that immersion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, the music,
1: dude. And I go back and listen to some of that music still. If I can find it, sometimes it's hard to find. It was the other day, I was sitting there uh, working at the house and just having a YouTube gaming channel running where it was just gaming music over and over again. And man, some of that stuff that's tied to it, some of the X-Men music from the arcade came on. Uh, Mega Man uh, 7 music came on for one of the cloud levels. And it's just like those memories flood back once that music hits. It's just weird. Like we spent so much time as kids playing these games. Um, and that music just kind of ingrained into our senses.
0: My number three is, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was, it just reminded me, man, Some I look forward to in Fist of the North Star from what I understand. Some of the soundtrack when you're riding around in your buggy is it, Sega music.
1: Boom. I'm sold. I'm sold. And that was like Final Fantasy 15 when you're driving around in the car. It was You could buy different soundtracks from the different Final Fantasy games. Not with real money. Not with real money. With digital money. So it wasn't real currency. I was happy about that. Uh, my number 3 is Golden Axe 2 Golden Axe 2 I would be remiss if I did not put a Golden Axe game on a Sega list because Golden Axe is a classic series my favorite is still 2 it's what what can I say that hasn't already been said about Golden Axe let's be real honest with that Like it's a classic beat up you could play it with your friends it had fantasy elements you had different abilities and different uh special moves that you could use and those special moves were killer but everybody always did that thing where they accidentally unleashed the special move too early on the one boss like not even the boss just the one like puny enemy you hit the wrong button and you release all your special moves all at once just piss people off <laughs> all the time that would be me that'd be me i'd release all my special move all over that one enemy every single time <laughs> Oh uh, man, we almost made it through we, We've made it through a couple Not of Not with me, Todd Not with Duh. me
0: <laughs>
1: Come on now uh, But Golden next 2, a lot of great memories Very good, of releasing my special move All over an enemy
0: uh, Hold on man, random,
1: random interruption Did Donald Trump have doodoo paper on his shoe The other day? I don't know, I have no idea I know somebody made a sandwich out of Donald Trump Like I saw that That
0: always fun to make fun Presidents, a little bit, a little bit. Still I like making classy. fun
1: of presidents. I like making fun of all presidents, except now. Now, all of them are all of them can be made fun of. That's just the thing. That's just how it is. Uh, what's your number two, buddy?
0: Streets of Rage Two.
1: Boom! It's it's so good.
0: It's so good. Streets of Rage Two. Still holds up, um, Alex. Yeah, it still holds up. And I mean, this was a hard one too, because like I took the hardest list ever. I mean, a lot of these honorable mentions, you could jumble them up and I can make explanations to make a lot of them. Number two, number one, that's going to be honorable mentions. But some of this just went to just overall favorite experiences. And just this one was because of the co-op experience. Yep. There was another two that I'm going to talk about that really should be on the list, but I, I kind of almost put it in a sports category, and it it goes without saying. This one was more so of a, a my first real true, not even first one, but it was one of the best co-op feelings and co-op experiences and running through a game multiple times. Uh, where I just didn't get tired. It was just felt like a different experience when I played with different people, and I might switch up the characters. Yeah. And it was just real balance, and it's just a classic game, and it had great music, and it had that gritty feel, and I mean, I never, you never get tired of the tiger uppercut! You know what yes. I'm saying? Shit like that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I promise you, it was probably people in back alleys doing dark... I mean, Sonic might have been in that game. Who knows? It was very deep. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot going on there. You know what I'm talking about? So, that is the reason... <laughs> Streets of Raids 2, one of the best beat em ups of all time, in my opinion, has yes. to be on said list. My, my favorite
1: thing about beat em ups was always like the thin plot that they would develop to put you on your mission. I forget which one it was, but they were just like, uh, uh sir, the president has been kidnapped by ninjas. We need you to go save him. And like, it would just be like five levels of you fighting like cybernetic
0: ninjas. Like, ah. That was up a, on an elevator, going up on an elevator to beat. I always a hated big guy those. That, oh, oh, those man. elevator
1: ones were always. God of War that we was did that. Challenge.
0: God of War Bro, this
1: year we, did that, and that was fantastic.
0: Have you gone back and played new games plus God of War? Not yet. Not yeah, yet. It is man. You need, just just man. I need to get man. my copy back from a certain
1: somebody who's had it for months and still has not beaten it. He's been on this show. Yeah. So I need kinda to like, get it back.
0: kind of like some kind of like somebody else I know that has cursed.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Like,
0: Just saying, bro. I, need to I get... didn't. I didn't give. I didn't get that game to you. Like we're friends.
1: <laughs> I trust you. And,
0: and that, oh, <laughs> of that all games, not that game. At least, and you gave away like the good godly game to fight the game uh, I gave you, the fucking
1: ring curse game. You know, as soon as I give you back the curse game, I'll get my copy of God of War back. That's, That's
0: probably like. how the universe yin and yang works, bro. Fist of the motherfucking North Star, my dude. Fist of the motherfucking
1: North Star. <laughs> Perfect. I'll get you that game back. I'll get you that curse game All right,
0: back. Alright, man. Shit. I promise. need that evilness. Did you uh, beat it? No, I haven't even played it. I'll be real honest. Oh my god, bruh. You are the reason... <laughs> If California drops into the ocean, my dude, what are you doing? It's October? Motherfucker, it damn. It is October. It's October, Brian. Oh, oh, I Star know. Star of David.
1: It is, man. It is. That's why my dog threw up that giant hairball yesterday, too. That's exactly what
0: happened. Okay, look. We're getting to the top of the list. We got on a tangent, but I got to ask, because I know, are you going to get Assassin's Creed digital, or are you going to get the hard drive? I always go hard. Always, I always get hard.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Did I miss something?
0: <laughs> oh man, cause you didn't hurt kittens when you were little, did you?
1: No, I like okay. kittens.
0: Of course not. Then you are. Then you are the solid person that I thought. My dude. Oh <laughs> man, that that sounds like a goddamn slapstick movie title. Oh, I, I, I always get weird. hard. Was, man, come on, bro. I said that. That's my bad. That would, would be a movie called Hard Justice.
1: The sequel would be <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> Hard Justice. What, what, I always get hard.
0: On? Hold on. Okay, my, my fault. What number are we on, bro?
1: Number two? I'm at some my number oh, yeah. two, I think. <laughs> hard Justice Two, even harder. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: the fuck, bro? That's what she said. Like, I don't know. This is getting hard. Right.
1: hard justice three. I'm hard with a vengeance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so childish. I know. So, so childish, bro. So childish. Uh.
1: <sighs> All, right, All right, my number two, Fantasy Star Two. Fantasy yeah. Star Two. I love the RPGs. You know that. I I couldn't put a classic RPG. I couldn't go put a list together for top seven Sega games without putting Fantasy Star Two on here. I know, Shining Force. Everybody loves Shining Force. Fantasy Star Two is just more of a classic RPG for me. I like the battle system, I like the action, I like traveling, I like the exploration in it, it's just a classic game in my opinion, always will be great music, led to a great series of run of games, and uh, kind of the penultimate being Fantasy Star Online that a lot of people played on the Dreamcast, that was a big deal, that was a big deal for a lot of people, uh, but Fantasy Star 2 man, that's, that's that goes without saying, that's a classic, again, that Sega Genesis collection has that in there. If you want to experience a classic RPG, that's one to go for. is Fantasy Star 2. They've got uh Fantasy Star two through four on there actually. Uh, what's your number one Todd?:
0: Sonic, the motherfucking hedgehog man two to be specific. There it is. gotta gotta put tails in there hell, you know and I mean that is I mean that's I have to give Sonic equal respect to Mario as far as not equal. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not you know, like that is Sega's Mario, bro. That's that was the console seller. That's the one is Sega Sonic, it still holds up due to the new game that's put out and they properly did it. Even though they put out thirty-seven trash games. I mean, that's not the real number of them, but it felt like that. It was a lot of games that missed the mark. But these first the first three Sonic games, you know, some of the best platforming experiences i've ever had i mean i just i just used to love the feeling of hearing the sega Sega. the first like it just that was it just felt good you know all great systems to have that that sound when it cuts on oh yeah it automatically makes you feel great and i always tied sonic to that um and which really you know it was the beginning of a long line of great great games so many fucking sega games the library is ridiculous i really can i really hope the whole uh sega um on the switch the games you know the shit i've been hearing about them trying to release about 50 games on on the switch i hope that comes true
1: me too me too absolutely the switch is becoming just like it's a place for retro gaming handheld retro gaming and i love it i love yes, it
0: yes sir yes sir yeah man that's my number one man to keep it simple most folks already know that you don't want to beat that like a dead drum man what's your number one
1: my number one is one you already talked about it's aladdin it comes down to personal experience man how many times did i play aladdin as a kid how many times did i play aladdin as adult emulated how many times have i thought about buying a sega genesis spending an ungodly amount of money just to play aladdin in its original form several hundred times a night that's what this goes through Most men sit there and think about how they're going to pay bills. Most think about how they're going to work their day. I always just think, am I going to buy a Sega today just to play Aladdin? That's usually what goes through my mind. But no, Aladdin is a classic game. It's a classic beat-em-up. In my opinion, it's the greatest movie adaptation of all time into a video game. It really Mm. is. The way they handle the colors, the way they handle the genie, the way they handle the aesthetics of the game, the music... The boss fights. The Jafar boss fight was incredible. Uh. Going through the magic carpet ride in the tunnel, while frustrating, also a lot of fun. The entire game is a blast. Just, I can't say enough about Aladdin. If you've never played it, it's not on the Genesis Collection. I know that you can get it certain places, but you definitely need to go play this game. Find a way to play it if you have not. The Sega ones particularly... The super one is not that great. It's okay. It's okay. But once you play the Sega one, you'll see the crowning jewel of the Sega Genesis is Aladdin and Sonic. That's for sure. Yeah. Number one. Now, before we wrap up here, um, do you have any also runs, Todd?
0: Yeah, man. This one needed to be on a list of its own. I just had to separate it completely for personal reasons. But Mortal Kombat 2, um, special Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 but especially because they separated themselves with the controversy we've talked about that in round tables previously and this is one of the games that started a lot of i don't know some of the issues that we're dealing with today in society with the pc culture another reason why i like fist of the north star is super gory super gory and a lot of games can't even be that anymore and that as a child that was a big thing like that was one of those congress ones right so mortal Kombat for sure um uh, like he's told you, and Earl already. Uh, the sports games for me, some of my favorites, NBA Live 95, I've referenced NBA Jam, NHL 94, really one of my only NHL games that I've like really, 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 really just love. They could fight. Um, Echo the Dolphin. I just heard some shit recently that like the guy that was at, that learned how to speak to the Dolphins was on LSD. I found that that's some literal dope shit, I guess. You know what I'm saying? You can look into that. I'm sure that's something you'd be interested in, my brother. Yes, uh, of it course, is. Golden X played that at Cidercade recently. Great experience. Shinobi 3, my nigga. Ugh. Shinobi 3. It's classic. Okay. This, this is another one that's just a personal weird one, just cause the name is still kind of crazy to me. But it was actually a good game. It's Booger Man.
1: Oh yeah, dude, Booger a pick man and was flick fan- adventure. Yeah, Booger Man was fantastic. <laughs> you could fart and you could throw boogers at
0: people. Oh man, I was, I mean, you were a kid, a little boy, a little nasty fuck. Um, Altered Beast was the shit. Um, Earthworm Jim. And Rocket Knight Adventures, a weird kind of, originally I thought it was a ripoff of Sonic, but it actually still alone. It was a pretty dope game. Strider, Strider was recently referenced in, you know, the PS4 games yep. we were talking about on your list. I remember that one. And last but not least, mentions just so I gotta say, cause even though it's like a thousand other motherfucking games, this game wasn't good, but fuck it, man. Moonwalker, RIP, motherfucking Michael Jackson. You know what I'm about? My yes, man? Sir. One of the greatest you can turn into a robot cyborg motherfucker fuck some people up and do the moonwalk man those are my honorable mentions sir fantastic
1: you've mentioned some of mine too ultra beast streets of rage 2 uh, rocket Knight adventures of course beyond oasis castle of illusion alien soldier uh man there's just so many on here castlevania bloodlines 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 is so good earthworm Gym, of course one of my favorites strider of course uh, Land Stalker, Ghosts and Goblins, Ghouls and Goblins, uh, Quackshot, Quackshot, starring, starring Donald Duck, I love Quackshot, so good, Dr. Robotnik's Magic Bean Machine, that's a classic right there, uh, Desert Strike, helicopter game, used to love playing that, uh, even Sonic 3D Blast, love that one, Flashback, all of those, Shadowrun, such classics on the Sega Genesis game. And before we go, we got one last shout-out for uh, Professor Elm on Twitter. He says, uh, anyone who loves games, hit up STT. Skip the Tutorials, an amazing game podcast where these two friends talk about the trending stuff in the gaming community, reviews and news, and you'll be informed for sure. Great entertainment and just good people. Thank you. And if you want to leave us a shout-out, you can find us at STT underscore pod. We'll try to shout you out on the air like you can see. Uh, stt sure. underscore pod uh, t- facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod Instagram it's a uh, skip the tutorial pod uh, you can find us on anchor you can find us on uh, uh, on castbox you can find us on iTunes you can find us on podbean anyway preferably we want you to go to anchor we like the app we support the app anchor's the way that we we, we like to 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 communicate with people and you can send us voice messages on anchor voice messages
0: we can hear your voice and that's that's where that's where the giveaways go that's that's where the recent giveaways go um you know so favorite us on there get a chance to get on there it like you said they can leave us voice messages on there that that's really was part of the idea with that the dopeness and of being able to you know do stuff through your phone man so definitely reach out reach out to us however and you know we appreciate every one of you guys Yes, sir. And gals. Guys and
1: gals. And ghouls, and all and goblins. ghouls and goblins. It's Halloween. My favorite time of year. Going to a haunted house tonight. This is Halloween. I don't like that movie. I'm going to get a lot of flack for that, but I like that song. All right. Anyway. I ain't know what it was. That's, uh, the, the one that all those, the people dress up as Jack Skeleton and Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it was cool. Ah, yes. I've just never gotten into you that movie. Like that. You didn't like that. You didn't. like that. I like I the way. That, it, I like the way it yeah. looks, and I like the music. But there's just something that never clicked with me. There was I just something it. that never clicked with me. I'm not saying people who don't like that, who like that movie, are wrong. I'm just saying it just never clicked with me personally.
0: That's just how it is. I like that song though. Oh no. All right, but before, I like, I think I like the tattoo images I've seen of it.
1: But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, bro, the tattoo way. images are cool. I like those. Uh, but before we sign off, as we always do, stay humble.
0: Stay humble. Cambodia.